You're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know You're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go it's And welcome back to another episode of Trap Door to Hell We are recording, it is Friday April, or fucking March 25th. I'm suck with dates, but uh, I noticed that especially the first two episodes after doing this on recording Friday dates and then putting them out on Monday, sometimes we have misinformation because we don't know all the information may look us may make us look or sound stupid, but we are recording Friday, March 25th. Johnny Roca is here with me this week. We have no Ty Gundy. He is got a sore throat so he is out and Johnny Roca has invited some of his goons from uh SoCal on. We have Oscar, Casper and Paris. Uh both individually opposing fans in the AFC West for me, but before we get into all that talk, guys, how's everybody doing? Uh excited to have you guys on for the first time. Um go ahead, Johnny, kick it off. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Happy Friday. Uh, happy Monday to those who are listening to this on the commute on on, on on Monday. I know a lot does go down on the weekend, so, you know, Travis tries his best. But, yeah, we're here to have some fun tonight. We're going to talk some sports and uh, just uh, talk some smack, man. So, uh, trap door to hell, man. I'm glad to bring my buddies along. Uh, uh, Paris, Casper, anybody want to jump in and introduce themselves? Yeah, man, it's Paris out in Nashville, Tennessee, man. Uh, uh, been kind of looking forward to this. Uh, Johnny got a hold to me earlier, so uh, I haven't really never done nothing like this before, but it's all new. I'm always up for a challenge. Uh, I'm a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. i uh, been with them for about 44 years, I think. Right up in there, 44, 45 years. Um, I'm just a diehard Chiefs fan, man. So You sound like you Tennessee, man. I feel like the, I feel like the core of our uh, the core of our uh, audience, Trapdoor Hell. Trapdoor Hell is based out of the Bay Area, so you know, it's kind of like we know when a non-Californian is on here. I tell you what they call they call they call Nashville Radio Row down there. Man, you got a voice for it. I tell you what. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel. So, I don't think so, but you know, hey. Uh, it's the home of the what they say uh, the music city, huh? Music city, that's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paris, Paris actually, uh, I I went and visited Nashville, and that's when I met him, and he took me down Honky Tonk Alley, Broadway, and all that, dude. Quite an experience, dude, like crazy. If anyone's never been, you gotta go, dude. Nashville, Tennessee. Is the place. I've, heard, I've heard that's quite changed quite a bit in the past, like five six years. Oh yeah, it done changed a lot. When I met Johnny, man, we was uh, going through a uh, uh, driver's uh, training uh, 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 meeting and stuff, and uh, me and him just kicked it off pretty good. And before he left, I took him downtown and uh, showed him what they say the world famous Broadway and stuff. And we went down and had a damn good time, man. And uh, he kind of let the uh, uh, what is uh, let his hair down? So <laughs> I, 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 I was blackout drunk that night, and I almost missed one. No, I did miss my flight back home the next morning. I was so yeah, for a, but and I had to BS my way through the bosses to get another flight back. So <laughs> yeah. oh, that, did you end up missing your flight though? You, did you miss your? I flight? did. I did. I missed my flight going back, dude. I had to call whoever the boss was at the time. Hey, uh, I, I missed my flight, and I had to like BS my way out of it. But I don't work there anymore, so I don't care. So if they're listening, I don't give a shit, dude. 
I got I got my <laughs> free flight back, but hey, Nashville, that was a good time, man. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun time, man. That was a fun time. Sounds like a good time. Uh, Casper, Casper, can you hear us out there? Uh, do you want to yeah, introduce yeah. yourself a little bit? Hey, how's it going? I'm uh, George Casper from Menifee, California. Uh, 43 years old, been a Charger fan since about probably like the mid-90s. Stan Humphreys, Natron Means, that era right there. So, yeah, I'm happy to be on. First time ever doing anything like this, so we'll see how it works out. I mean, yeah, bro. you guys are all doing great jobs so far. This is easy as it gets, man. This is not a hard thing to do. <laughs> I think you guys have done radio before, man. I don't know, man. It kind of sounds like it. It kind of sounds like natural to me. Uh, all right. And uh, Oscar, if Oscar can hear us, he'll chime in too. And it looks like he's spotty. So we'll we'll get to Oscar when he jumps in. He'll Johnny, send him a text and be like, whenever he can hear us, just fucking interrupt, all right, so he can introduce himself. <laughs> Will do, but speaking on his behalf, Oscar, uh, I, I I know he's from the LA area, lives out in Menifee, and he's a he's a truck driver, but a lifelong Broncos fan. So, yeah, we got the whole AFC West in the house. But yeah, we're ready to get this thing going. Now, is Menifee uh, named after the great Kurt Menifee? No, but I always think of that every time I say, go, Kurt Menifee. That's the only like, I don't know. fucking he, thing. He's saying our name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, I think we got fucking AFC West fans in the building. Let's get a fucking feeler on how everybody's feeling, especially after tons of moves have been made in this uh, in this free agent market. Uh, Casper, how are you feeling so far? Hey, man, I'm actually feeling really good about this free agency. I mean, uh, wish we could have picked up uh, like a right tackle, right guard, but I think we'll, we'll probably do something like that in the in the draft. But, I mean, filled a lot of the holes on, on the defense that we've been looking for. You know, I mean, run defense, that was a big thing uh, with Austin Johnson, Sebastian Joseph Day, Khalil Mack. Those those three right there, just that that's going to sure up the run defense, in my opinion. And then can't go wrong with that J.C. Jackson pickup. I mean, how huge was that, you know? Very huge. I mean, anytime you could just slide in fucking Khalil Mack in the middle of that thing. I mean, it hurts to my bones that you are even <laughs> able to say that. But fuck. Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. I mean, you got those two guys coming at you. I mean, you, you go one way and and you see Khalil coming at you, you turn and go the other way. You got Joe, Joey Bosa coming at you. Well, what are you gonna do? Uh, just throw the ball away. I guess I don't know. It reminds me of those old Indianapolis Colts days with like Dwight Freeney and um, who's the other guy? Can't think of it. Anybody? The yeah, the Colts. It was Dwight Freeney, and who was on the other side of them? They fucking had. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. We got old man memories. <sighs> I'll, I'll I'll pull this in the middle of the podcast, but like that defense where it was just like you can't double team both. So basically, who do you want to get to the ball first? Like, it's insane, insane, insane. And a young team at that is crazy. Uh, Paris, how about you? How are you feeling? Because you got rid of Tyreek Hill, number one yeah, guy. Yeah, man. But... Uh, go ahead. Now, now, now oh, was getting uh, rid of the right term, though? Say again? Would, would, would Travis say getting rid of? Is that the right term? Like, were you guys tired of this dude? Uh, what's, I, what's the deal, man? Actually, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think getting rid of them is, um, was the right term for. Um, actually, um of course, I have a lot of family out there in uh, L.A., out there in Gardena area. And um, my cousin come calling me and saying, uh, 
you know the Chiefs done got rid of Tyreek Hill, um, or traded Tyreek Hill, as she said. And I said, what? And Because uh, I was on the bus, man, and I heard him pulled over, man. We had a little break. Heard him pulled over and seen that, and I'm like, holy crap. I didn't see that coming. So, you know, I thought when we picked up uh, Juju Smith, you know, I'm like, we're going to have Juju Smith, Kelsey, Hill, uh, and then you throw Hartman in there. I'm like, shit, man, we're going to be strong. You know, yeah. um, the passing attack, man, that, that, be gonna, that was going to be strong. But I didn't see that coming. And apparently he wanted to um, go get paid. You know, hey, it is what it is, you know. I don't blame him. He's got probably a few more years on him, and then he's out. You know? Yeah. So I ain't gonna say he's out, but he'll start slowing down. I, I would say I would say you definitely sold high because his ba- his talent yeah. majorityly is based on the speed, right? And you know that yeah. goes with age. Everybody knows that goes with age. He was gonna get a bag somewhere. Unfortunately, you got that huge contract with Pat. I mean, fortunately, but unfortunately, you know, it works different ways. It all pays off. You get a Super Bowl, right? You pay Patrick Mahomes. You can't pay everybody. And and I think in that system, Travis Kelsey is hands down the number one go-to guy regardless. And you're paying him tight end money. So if you, the fact that you, they went out and got Juju, uh, I was like, damn, they're going to supplement? And then it made sense to me after I seen Tyreek Hill left, like, they weren't going to be able to afford Tyreek Hill, so they went and got somebody. I would say maybe like a hair, maybe maybe like a one tier down, but pretty damn good for an affordable price because what he did in Pittsburgh wasn't all that great with fucking Ben Roethlisberger. Well, yeah. you got you got to look at it though, man. Hartman and, and and Hartman don't get a lot of credit for this. You know, Hartman is almost just as fast as. Tyreek, he just don't have the hands like Tyreek do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harmon is pretty fast, so you you can still have that downfield threat if he can, um, you know, put some more sticky on his hand and stuff. But uh, he's just as fast, and you got Juju uh, running across the middle. That's what the Chief really didn't have, never had. You know, you got you got Kelsey over. There. Uh, he runs across the middle, but you know how much more can that man take a pounding on? You know, going across the middle like that. So, I to me, I think it's going to be at a well balance. Um, yeah, getting rid of Tyreek, man, that's that's it's it's going to take some getting used to. But I think they can do it though. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. And and didn't what wasn't it? Who went? Pringle left, correct? Did Meekle's Meekle Hardman's still there though, right? Yeah. And they, yeah, and they Harman's still there. And they went out and got MVS from Green Bay. So like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Right. And and, and, I, and I forgot all about him, you know. And he's just, I mean, Green Bay has some other good receivers and stuff, you know. Uh, uh, uh shit. Uh, uh, what's the uh, they main receiver for Green Bay? Uh, uh the one who went to the Raiders. Oh, Devontae. Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar, so welcome he, back. You know, so he was right there on the uh, Devontae Adams, you know. So I think the the Chiefs can really use a guy like him, man, and it's going to open it up. I mean, I also and, think and, the Chiefs. I also think the Chiefs saw the writing on the wall when when the Raiders signed Devontae Adams with that big old contract. I mean, Tyreek Hill's contract was up next year. They were going to have to give him the bag or 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 get rid of him then. So hey, why why not get rid of him and then get a ton of draft capital on top of it? Oh yeah. I mean, like I said, hey, I'm a Chargers fan, but I can't be mad at the Chiefs for, for doing that. It, of course, it makes me happy, 
They, we don't got a defense <laughs> on the field. Definitely. So I mean, after six after six seasons, they have to having to try and defend that man. Not having to defend him no more makes me super happy. But I mean, you, I can't blame the Chiefs for all that draft capital they got for him, and then seeing the oh, writing man. on the wall after after the Raiders just gave him a whole load of money to Javante, you know. Yeah, I'll I tell you what, though, man. The Chief really got big on that down draft because uh, what they got, um, uh, a number one, uh, was number one, two, and three, and then got two and 23, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, six and a seven round and 23. Sounds about right. Yeah, they, Sounds about right. About- if you're a little off, nobody's going to say anything anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> What's no. up, Boston? No, I'm sorry. Good, Travis. Oscar, are you there? Yeah. Well, let's get into your let's get into your team, and then we'll 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 go back and circle back to a bunch of stuff. How, how are you feeling? You got Russ. How you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good, but I'm still a little kind of bittersweet on it, only because what's it called? I'm still a little salty on 2014. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> when the Seahawks beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Oh, you gotta let but, bygones uh, be got bygones, pal. <laughs> he <laughs> might, he might, he might take your team to second place this year. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. I'm still a little bittersweet, only because you know they were hyping up at Rogers going, but at the same time, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad because I feel like we might get a little bit more out of Russell Wilson just because he's younger. We'll we'll get a little bit more years out of him. It really, it really did shock me when Aaron Rodgers didn't go there. I mean, they went and, went and signed his quarterback coach as the head coach. Uh, I mean, you got John Elway there. I give give the man the bag. I, I don't know where what what transpired that had him go back to Green Bay, but it was a mystery mystery to me that. Yeah, I know. Me too. But at the end, it is a business, you know. And and hopefully they did. Hopefully they did the the right move, only because we are paying. Russell Wilson, about literally half of what Rodgers would have gotten because they were offering him the same deal as Green Bay or something, I yeah. think. And, you know, they're they're paying Russell Wilson about half of what Rodgers would have gotten. And hopefully they could give more people the money so we'll get stacked up even better. I, I think there's still a couple of good free agents out there. I think it really helped that uh I really really helped that Russ like had that injury last year and he when he came back he came back a little early so nobody was sure he wasn't playing good. So I mean and just a quick quick update here. Miami just covered so I am now ten and three in Is that what the that the fist bump was all about? Oh I was juiced. Yeah, I'm I'm over here. I'm piped. I got two two and zero today, after the fucking after the terrible fucking Duke game yesterday. But we don't got to talk. We're on football. <laughs> well, let me- so, so hey, Oscar, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sorry, Travis. I no, no, no. Go I ahead. Just to, I just wanted to ask Oscar real quick because we sort of asked Paris and Casper already. Like, why, why are you a Broncos fan, man? I know. I think I I kind of spoke on your behalf and said I think you're from the LA area. Like, how how the Broncos? Why the Broncos? Uh, ever since I was young, man. What's it called? See, I never grew up in – well, I grew up on, on baseball. But, you know, I taught myself how to how to understand football and everything because my, my parents aren't, aren't football fans or anything. But ever since I was young, like, I don't know, I was a five-year-old. And it wasn't – it didn't even have to deal with football. I saw 
I saw a movie and it was just in the background scenery was about was in Denver. And I'm all like, ever since I was young, I'm all like, I'm going to live there one day. And I just became a, a diehard Broncos fan after that because I started going into football after everything. That's an interesting take on it. I thought you were going to say that you watched the South Park episode where the entire Denver Broncos <laughs> team fucked Cartman's mom, but <laughs> tab it off. Tab it off. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I want to take the floor a little bit because I'm the last one to talk and I'm a Raider fan, so it really fucking sucks to be me. We can't do anything right. And it's... It just stinks. He's that the, a Raider fan. Somebody cut him off. The one time. The, well, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. This is my I, goddamn I, I'll show. Agree with that one. It's my goddamn show out here. Ben's <laughs> jumping on me. Oh, my God. Well, come on. You guys get, don't beat up on me too bad. I am a Raiders fan. Like, how you imagine how bad that sucks? Loyalty. Loyalty. Sneaking into the playoffs. Oh. Sneaking into the playoffs. Oh, okay, so you- what? What's that? Oh, so you're, you're a realistic Raiders fan. Oh. Because most of the Raider fans out here in LA. Every year they're saying this is our year. This no. is our year. No, 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 no. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very realistic. Uh, I, I, I take, I take what I do here and in, in my, my knowledge of the sport. I take it above just being a Raider fan. Raiders come first, obviously. If I'm at a game, I'm not gonna be, you know, like, oh, I still hope this guy. I'll, I'll bench my fantasy football player starters if I go to the game. If I'm at home and I can cheer quietly, nobody's around me. Sure, maybe, whatever. But, um. You know, after going to the uh, week uh, week eighteen game against the Chargers, where we won to go into the playoffs this year, I was very hopeful. You know, and then going out and getting um, getting um, uh, McDaniel's from New New England, I was like, "This is a great step in the next direction." I think they have a lot going. And then he came out and said that he loves Derek Carr. Now, I have two opposing feelings because I, I think Derek Carr has pro, like long outlasted uh, his, his uh, stay in the NFL. I don't think he has really much more to offer. But when Mike McDaniels come back and, and says that he has a vote of confidence, he has the, we're not going anywhere else, he's the guy. I think that he has an idea of a template for an offense that can be ran efficiently with him. Going out and getting Devontae fucking Adams is fucking huge. And so I'm just excited to see that. The defense, I hope, can turn things around, make some good moves. I hear we're in the bidding for Tyron Matthew, the fucking honey badger right now, so we can fucking make that happen. I'll be ecstatic. But the problem is, is the rest of you, your th- three fucking teams. I mean, I thought we could at least depend on the Broncos to be in last place. And then you go get fucking Russell Wilson. <laughs> now, I, thought, oh, yeah. I, think, uh, I think Matthew, the Badger, went to um, Dallas. Did I miss that? They're talking about that. I don't know if it's been official yet, but I, I think that's the front runner. I, I, oh, have, I was about to say I missed that too. I, I but, have, but, but you know, Paris probably has the best. Has, probably has the best uh, uh, source there because you know he's leaving from his team, so he probably knows something. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I was just hearing that uh, you know him and uh, him and Dallas was uh, Jerry Jones was coming after him pretty hard, so I, I don't. I, I haven't seen nothing else come down, you know. So uh, the, the Raiders, the Raiders are going to be. Uh, I think the Raiders going to be end up doing something pretty good, man. You know, e- even though you know I don't like them, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we're all I think we're all saying that with that same sentiment. 
No, <laughs> no, you know what? I, I, I had a chance. I, I had a chance to come uh, when I went out to California. What was it? Back in early, late January, I think, or mid January. I forgot. Uh, when was it? Uh, when was it? January? I had COVID. Yeah, that was that was that was mid to late January. I, I, yeah, I yeah. COVID. So I had I flew in uh, L.A. right, and then I had to drive down to uh, 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 Vegas and stuff, man. Do some business down there. And when I was coming in, I seen that stadium. And I'm like, dude, that's sick. <laughs> that stadium is sick, man. I'm like, that's awesome. just you, you. Oh man, that, I thought it was a damn spaceship over there, man. It is that's super damn, cool. Man. If you guys have the chance, you should go yeah, watch man. a game there, man. It is awesome. I, I, I want to, I want to go in there when Chiefs go there and play them. I want to go. It's, just be careful and watch your back. No, nah, huh? it ain't like that. <laughs> it ain't like is it, that. Travis, is, is it a different scene there in Las Vegas versus the the nitty the, the hardcore of Oakland? So, like my my confidence level in in uh, visiting fans are at an all time high. No, nobody would say. I saw. Let's just say this for example. I'm walking. I'm g- coming from a tailgate. The tailgates. The tailgate scene is just like it was in Oakland. For anybody who's been there, the the small area where the tailgating is happening is just like Oakland. It's just everything around. It's not. <laughs> I I was walking into the stadium. There was an older woman. I would say about 54 with her husband about 62, and she said aloud to nobody. After hearing a bunch of the Raider chants, you know how those go, uh, that everybody was going to lose their voice before the game started. And I said, lady, you ain't never been to a Raider game before. So that's cool. It is it is definitely, it's not gritty, but everybody out there, like, it truly, I thought it would turn into basically a, ro- uh, a road game every week. But it was truly a home game. It was spectacular. Sea of black. You know, there was, you know, visiting fans like they're always going to be. But I felt like it was a safer environment for them, too. It was overall very, very, very nice experience. I don't know. You can take the team out of the hood, but you can't take the, you can't take the hood out of the fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so... Is that uh, is that is that who everyone's most hated team is? By the way, I mean while we're here, like you know, like Paris. I mean, out of the three AFC West division rivals, like who's that one team that you know you just despise the most? Um, I, I think I have the most. Uh, I talk more trash with more Raiders fans than anything. Uh, uh, my girlfriend's son, he's a Bronco fan, and. Uh, he don't really talk a lot of trash, but I'd be talking a lot of trash to him. And then uh, he just had a uh, one of his son, um, what little Henry's probably about two, great turn two. He comes over with the back with his uh, baby pamper, the bag and stuff, and a Bronco. So I take all that stuff out and I take this, <laughs> I take the damn bag and I set it out there in the damn garage. And right. then he comes in and be like, why is this bag out in the garage? I said, man, you know that damn orange ain't coming up in here. <laughs> so his uh his oldest um his oldest stepson, right? Uh King is probably about I think it's like eight, eight years old. He came to me, he said, um, Paris, you know who my favorite player is? And I ain't said nothing to him. He said, uh, Patrick Mahone. I said, Really? 
I said, you a Kansas City Chief fan? He said, yep. He said, I know all the players. So ever since then, I've been trying to buy all the Chief stuff for him. And yeah. uh, his his dad over there. You're like, brainwashing him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his dad over there like, man, you know you're going wrong for that, man. You're wrong for that. Man. I cannot. Like, yeah, he told me. I cannot hate the game for that one. I really can't. I'm assuming that Oscar and Casper feel the same way. Probably Raider fans, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Raider hater for life. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the Chiefs Chiefs are up there, though, too. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to, only, well, I guess we got rid of Tyreek Hill, so that's one good thing. But just the cockiness of of him and and Travis Kelsey, but I mean, when you you play at that level, I mean, I guess you're allowed to be a little cocky. But so, yeah, I guess it's definitely going to go Raiders and then Chiefs and then Broncos at the bottom there. Yeah. Raiders, Chiefs, then Broncos. Yeah, it's it's weird for me too yeah, because for most, for most in the West, for most hated in the West. If you're yeah, talking most, about everything, yeah, we still gotta throw, we still gotta throw the Patriots in there for for always uh, <laughs> dashing our our Super Bowl dreams, you know? Oh yeah, oh definitely. Yeah, I had somebody I had somebody ask me during the playoffs or uh, somebody at work. Dude's a dude's a Seahawks fan. And he's he's not really like a big fan, but he's kind of light. And then there's another guy who's a Niner fan, and they're in there and they're talking about right when Tom Brady came back recently for the for the fucking Bucks. And I was just like, man, this guy won't fucking stay gone. I'm fucking tired of this bullshit. And they're like, whoa, how are you gonna hate on Tom Brady? How are you gonna hate on Tom Brady? He he he's a he's a San Mateo guy. What, what do you what do you mean? And I'm like, the fucking tuck rule? Are you fucking kidding me? What the hell is this bullshit? <laughs> Raider fans everywhere, still very sour. I get I get fucking frustrated, and they do it too. You see these little documentary series because they're doing a bunch about them now, and they're bringing in Charles Woodson to about every single one of them. And Charles Woodson is just sitting there like, just fucking say it, just say it, you fucking dipshit. And he's over there fucking with his shit eating grin, just no, no, fuck you, dude. Raider fans fans remind me of Cowboys fans because it's always their year. They're always gonna go to the Super Bowl. And then when they don't, they always have an excuse on why. Oh, it's because of this. It's because of that. The tough rule this. Oh, it was a catch. Get, get out of here. All right. Hey. All right. Hey, hey, hey. There's, no, there's, no there's always a conspiracy no theory for the Raiders. The playoffs. There's no excuse why we didn't make the playoffs. I mean, I could throw excuses at you all day, but hey, the, the Raiders fucking, the Raiders made it to the playoffs. Hey, you know, it is what it is. I, uh... We could have stopped the damn run. Yeah, like I said, I'm uh, I'm not part of that. No, do you got and and that's the thing. Like char- Chargers are probably on the low low side of mine, and I'm I'm very nearsighted too. All my hate usually goes to the fucking Chiefs, although they're very talented and they're fun to watch. But, but I'm super young, so I've just been I've just been dominated by the Chiefs and then the Broncos for a very little bit when Peyton Manning was there. But besides that, yeah. we were the Raiders were pretty good for me, and that's all I can remember. I'm I'm only fucking 27 years old, so I don't have that much. I I bet it would be different, but you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. Anyone you, you, looking for me outside? You got to look back when you was young, man. I was just standing over there crying because the damn Chiefs wasn't no damn good, man. So I talk <laughs> I talk shit to everybody else about their damn team till they said, "Well, who's your damn team?" And I'd be like, uh, the "Chief, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> y'all, ain't, y'all can't even win nothing." Yeah, so I, I feel you on that. I think I think I think you don't earn your two true stripes as a fucking fan until you watch your team absolutely eat shit. 
you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. And yeah, I think definitely. all I think all of that, all of us have sat through that for a fucking a little bit of time at least, right? I mean, Casper yeah. probably more, but yeah, only because I'm the only one damn Super Bowl trophy, Super Bowl trophy. So yeah, I mean, you know, everybody else in, the, in our division has one. So can we get one this year? Hey, I got a, I got a quick question for it. Do you know Boltman personally? No, I wish I did. Though. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be like, I'd awesome. be like, where he's at? Send him a text. Tell him to jump on here too. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, look Johnny, who's your team, man? All right, so anyone who's known me long enough, I want to say probably Travis has known me the longest out of all you guys. Um, I, 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 I was a Raider fan for many years. His favorite team is the 49ers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking with me because we just had a conversation the other day about how much I hate the 49ers. And I, and I went off that night, and I damn near, I near ran out of breath talking about how much I fucking hate that organization and the fans. I know... A lot of the listeners of, of Trapdoor to Hell are 49ers fans, so you know don't don't take it personally. But as as a Raider fan living in the Bay Area for about eight years, I know what that rivalry is like, and I hate that organization. I actually don't but, hate the organization. I hate the uh, the the fucking idiot fans are the worst who don't know a fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, they who just misrepresent them to the fullest. But, they still show up yeah, to the my, fucking stadium with Alex Smith jerseys. I mean, they built that new fucking <laughs> Levi. They built. They built fucking Levi Stadium, and then they sucked ass for a year, and then they couldn't even fucking put 2,000 fans in the place. The tickets were online for $40 for the fucking sideline. Wow. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I first met Paris, though, so, uh, we, we were having that little seminar, that little class, and I remember they all, when they all looked at me, they said, they, they didn't they just guess. They go, you look like a Raider fan. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, actually, yeah. I go, you nailed it. Yes, I am a Raider fan. And so at the time, yeah, I was. But yeah, I, li- I lived out there uh, where Travis is from, the Oakland area. Uh, I was a, I was a season ticket holder since 2013. I was uh, for strong seven years, and then then they left. They broke my heart. So um, I, Mark Davis lied right to my fucking face, literally, because I was there at headquarters when he said we're staying. But then they announced two months later that they're moving to Vegas, and I felt like I had my heart ripped out. And I felt so betrayed, and I was like, I'm not gonna have any loyalty for a team ever again. So, and then you know, I'm a big fantasy football guy, so you know, I'm I'm with everybody, bro. Except the Broncos. <laughs> well, now you, that was the one team hated. I couldn't stand the most. Well, now you hey, have some hey, fantasy when, relevance when there. The do you have a Bronco yeah. jersey, John Jero? I know you got the fucking closet full of jerseys. Do you have a Bronco jersey? I do. It's the the Julius Thomas jersey. Oh, okay, good. That's a good one to have. Uh, yeah. Julius and, Thomas, and, a tight end. Yeah, that was number eighty. But yeah, and then a Peyton Manning, of course. So you know, he's a legend. Didn't like him when he was wearing the the, the uniform, but. Yeah, had to yeah, get for somebody. somebody that like for somebody that hates the Broncos. You pretty have you you have more than one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I've never worn. Okay, he now he's attacking me. But hey, I never worn. I never worn in the public before. You'll never see a picture of me anywhere in, on the face of this earth of me wearing a fucking thing. He just rubs them. Yeah. He just rubs them on his balls when he jerks off. Exactly. <laughs> I clean. I clean my nut from the inside. So, but I. I, I, I Hey, I I've rocked I rocked that. Remember that Damian Williams jersey that one time we recorded, Travis? Yeah, I was right before the Super Bowl, and yeah. then and then I, I I'll, I'll rock some I'll rock some Charger jerseys. And of course, man, I looked at it in that silver and black, man. That was my team. But yeah, I'm sorry, but the Broncos was a team I never liked. Still don't like them. I'm alright with them because you know when I talk around them around Oscar, you know, you know, I I'll be quiet, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just okay, you know, it's, it's good, it's all good in the hood, but you know. 
Hey, I think you were pretty high. On, I think you were pretty high on the Bengals this year, though. I was. I was. I was real big on the Bengals all year long. I know in our, our work league, I was uh, had the Bengals uh, logo, and then of course I had I had a bunch of Bengals on the team. You would think I was a Bengals homer, dude. I had. Uh, Mixon, Jamar Chase, and all that. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll tell you right now, the only reason you didn't have you had Joe Mixon was because that's a league Tyler's not in. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone who, li- who listens to the to the podcast regularly knows that. Uh, that, that my Tyler brother, is my brother has drafted Joe Mixon in every single fantasy league for like six years straight. <laughs> Isn't there a word for that? Travis, like it's it's like your your, your romance, or, or it's like your your fantasy crush, or something. It's like that one player that you are on his nuts, and he's the guy you always got to draft. Like I know my man Paris is on Patrick Mahomes' nuts. He has to have him on every team, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get him this year, man, because I was fucking. Um, what was I at? Um, I was riding on the, I was driving the party bus, man, and forgot all about the draft. And I'm like, holy shit, man. He was pissed. He hit his brakes and everything. He was pissed off. Was like, <laughs> and then, and then Johnny up there trying to get my. After Henry went down, computer gave me Henry and uh, Nixon. And when Henry went down, Johnny was like, "Hey man, I trade you this for Nixon. I trade you that." I was like, "Dude, hell, that's the, that's my damn team right now." <laughs> I like, nah, I ain't gonna do that. Yeah, I got a little thing for mixing too, man. But but what about you, Travis? Oscar Casper? Like you guys got a fantasy guy that you just have to roll with every year, or that you try to get on most of your team? Mm, you guys. I mean, take of course now, first. of course now it's of course now it's going to be uh, Jay Herb for me. I mean, we, before it was Jay Herb, it was always Philip Rivers. It's always going to be the quarterback, in my opinion. I mean, but then again, I, I love Keenan Allen. If we go back even further, you got Junior Seau, the David Thompson. I mean, there's always been that one player on the team that you're gonna going to constantly follow right you're going to always you're going to always love them no matter what they do whether they're having a great game or not you're always going to defend them so i mean i can't pick a specific one but if i were to right now this very second it's going to be justin herbert that makes sense that makes sense Um, for me i i've always been more of a defensive guy and so i would always run with the broncos defense Mm -hmm. what's it called I mean, the Broncos have been sucking for the past fucking since 2015 that's, after after the Super Bowl. That's not because their but, defense hasn't been good. Yeah, right. exactly. They've been sucking, but because we don't have a quarterback. But at the same time, if you go back, they've been losing by like three, six points. It's been close games. Yeah. And because, only because the defense keeps them in it. No, I, I agree. Um, and, then y'all, and then y'all get rid of one of your damn best uh, pass rusher on the damn defense. I know I got I got so fucking heartbroken because of that. <laughs> well, I think I think that's I think when you're evaluating it right, if you're gonna look at it and look at that deal right, you know you 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 give up what you can for a quarterback because you just don't know. And obviously, the luck that's been had in the draft at drafting a quarterback hasn't fucking worked for the Broncos. So I, I think they're like, you know what? We've been hitting on picks on defense in the draft. Why don't we give up this and hopefully we can get that talent back through the draft? But then you give up a bunch yeah. of draft picks too. So who know? Who the fuck knows? No, yeah, but we picked up Russell Wilson. And then, well, when we gave up Von Miller, it was halfway through the season last year. Yeah. But we picked up Russell Wilson on free agency. And right before that, Von Miller was already 
hitting up on Instagram that he wanted to come back. Yeah. Right. We and we, that, didn't, yeah. We, we, didn't, we didn't pay Russell Wilson that much. And we have – the Broncos are one of the teams with the biggest um, cap space. Yeah, so you don't I feel pay, like we you don't pay fucking them. anybody. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you guys gave Jerry Judy that contract, but I mean, hope that should pay out now. But but so, to, Von, uh, Miller, so Von Miller wants to come back to the Broncos. He wanted to come back, but said. then we. Yeah, he did. That's what he was saying. That's what he was posting on Instagram. But what's he it called that uh, until they freaking showed him the bag? Yeah, no, well, we million. ended up. We ended up picking up fucking um, Gregory ran ran, the guy from the Cowboys, mm. and then Randy Randy Gregory, yeah, yeah Randy, Randy Gregory, and then what's it called? Um, yeah, J. Rowe fact Bob? fact check all of us. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, then, Randy. And then what's it called? Von Miller ended up going to the Bills for one hundred twenty million, six year six year contract. For a washed yeah. up, well, I don't want to say washed up, but he's way, I think he's way past his prime. But you, you're paying. I think you're paying for more than. I think you're paying more for than the talent there, right? He's a guy who's going to lead who's, men. He's led a Denver Broncos good defense for years and uh, years. He's been on a Super Bowl team. The Bills need something teams. like that to fucking put themselves over the edge. So they'll pay Von Miller an extra bit, probably more than he's worth, to get him over there, and hopefully he can lead that defense. Yeah, well said. I mean, that's a, that's a great investment. Well, let I mean, me get let me get back. I, I agree with that. You let know, me. but J. Roll J. Roll's always hard on the defensive players. Anyway, he uh, he thinks Max Crosby's overpaid. So I mean, he, no, I think he just thinks edge rushers get overpaid a lot. So you think Max Crosby is overpaid? Yeah, yeah. J. Roll, we didn't have to talk about that. We didn't have to talk about that, but why, why are you doing that? Why? 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 Why are you doing that? What, what, do I had to do this with Donnie two weeks ago? I got to do this just, with you now. It was just yeah, to make I, the point, Johnny, that you think that you think edge rushers are, are overpaid in general because you said Von Miller got overpaid. I mean, Max Crosby's overpaid. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you saw Joey Bosa's contract, you probably think he's overpaid too. What is he like, 150, 160 million or something? Some crazy overpaid. stuff. Okay. Overpaid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought Max Crosby was a little overpaid. Yeah. I just don't think you put the value on edge rushers, that's all. Yeah. J-Row, explain yourself. I really don't have to explain to myself. I just think I just think that Max Crosby is a little overrated. A little overrated. I think we've seen his best already. And then I, I foresee that now he's got the contract. He's going to give his all for a few games. But, I mean, we're talking about uh, injuries are possible. And, and if not. I just don't see him giving 100% like he has in the past season during his contract year. So I'll, That's I'll, second that. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Let me let me say this because this I'll is second that on payroll. This, thank you, thank you. This is this is exactly what the the Raiders are trying to avoid is Khalil Mack. We didn't pay Khalil Mack early, and he kept shooting up and shooting up and shooting up his value until it became too much for them to quote-unquote pay, and they shipped him off to the Bears, and now he's back in our division. So now we take a guy whose trajectory looks really fucking good. He looks very fucking talented, and with even more help on that defense, you pay him now, and if his trajectory keeps on going, you end up paying less in the long run and keep a happy guy because you paid him early. That that's that's no, the deal. But, uh, you cannot you cannot try and factor in fucking injuries and bullshit. 
that sounds like the no, same but, thing that Chargers did with Mike Williams. I mean, I, I totally agree with what he said there. You know, I thought I thought Mike Williams was overpaid until Christian Kirk got his contract, until Devontae Adams got his, so Tyreek Hill, and I was like, all right, made that sixty million a little bit, a little bit less less scary to me. Exactly, so and I the, totally agree. these guys, and I truly believe this down in my career, uh, to to my core. And you got, I mean, we could talk over sports in general that that guys will take more money. More, uh, sorry, take less money earlier in their career for security more often than not than sticking it out and trying to hope for the long shot, right? They're, they they want that security more than anything, especially in the NFL. Yeah, yeah and then Casper actually made a good point about that recently, about that's why you do long contracts, right? Could you, could you elaborate yeah. on that, Casper? No, yeah, you do, you do a longer contract, and then, I mean, of course, you're putting yourself an out. Like you try and get them a three, uh, a four or five year deal, and then you give yourself an out in three years or something. That way, if they're underperforming or something like that, you can trade them away or, or get rid of them with, without that that big old cap and everything. So I mean, that's like I said, you know, the Raiders had to do something anyway. They had to sign somebody some somewhere. I mean, that's why they got Chandler Jones. I mean, they saw the writing on the wall when the Chargers started going to town, when the Broncos started going to town. They were like, they couldn't just sit there and not do nothing because if they did. It would have just been bad news for them. I mean, oh, it's my. bad enough their bad enough their offensive line is going to get eaten alive by pretty much everybody in our division. I mean, and Carr is going to be running around for his life, so they need some good receivers and everything. But you know, they had to do something. So, if you can't see me, I am nodding my head vigorously, vigorously. Right. If they did, if they didn't do, if they did their normal shit and didn't go after anybody, I would be furious right now. Yeah, but the Raiders are still staying behind. It would have been like you guys were rolling over looking for a good draft pick if you didn't like if you didn't do something. So I mean, but I, that, I, maybe that's what you guys should have done, and they got a quarterback next season because there's a couple top notch quarterbacks. Look, Bryce Young coming out. I mean, couple couple top notch quarterbacks you guys could have been looking for next year. So I don't know. <sighs> I I, mm. I I completely agree, but I, I can't do anything about it. That's the frustrating <laughs> thing. What do you think, Paris? Actually, man, I was starting to read, and I kind of got off into the reading, man. I, I wasn't paying too much attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Is that, is that, is that, is that Pornhub or X videos? <laughs> no. no. We started talking Raiders, and he was like, never mind. I don't want to hear none of this crap. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Actually, I started reading about a pull of Von Miller, man, and I just started looking out like, wow, I didn't know he had left. Yeah, he, yeah, he joined he that fucking ring chaser L.A. Rams of team. Fucking, they had J. Rose oh, fucking at, support. He's with the Bills now. No, I know he's with the Bills now. I'm just saying when he left originally, I just wanted to take more shots at J. Rose since he's taking shots at my guy Max Crosby. All right. <laughs> no, well, 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 to go back. I'm going to second J-Roll on, on Max Crosby being overpaid. And not to toot fucking Casper's horn, but what's it called? Because the Chargers have Khalil Mack now? But Max Crosby is not the same as Khalil Mack. Nah, you don't Khalil know that Mack, yet. <laughs> Khalil Mack showed a lot more promise than Max Crosby. You don't. He was the, no, he, he was the number one in quarterback uh, pressures last year and the year before. I mean, J-Ro did have a good point, you know, when he said what was a couple of Max Crosby's good games. You know, one of them was against the Chargers in that Week 18 matchup where he had freaking Storm Norton spinning like a top all game. But then again, that's exactly what I said. He had Storm Norton spinning like a top. It wasn't like he had 
freaking uh, uh, Rashawn Slater over there, rookie of the year over there, spinning like a top. So, I mean, I kind of see what he's saying, but at the same time, I still think J. Roll undervalues edge rushers in general, just in general, in my opinion. Sorry, J. Roll. <laughs> yeah, it's all good in the It's all good in the neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I still think he was underpaid, but I mean, you know, he's. He's not out there to prove me wrong. So, you know, congratulations to him. I just oh. think the Raiders could have allocated a little bit of that money towards something else. But, I mean, you know, I mean, they'll probably get success out of it. Like you said, we have yet to see what he's got to do, right? Goddamn right, j Rob. I'm fucking tired of the slander. <laughs> I, I, got a, I, got a, I got a question um, to uh, Travis, man. You, you say you've been a long-time Raiders fan and stuff, man. I've never not and been I'm... a Raider fan. <laughs> so, what? I mean... At one time, when um um when uh shit, what's the coach? Uh, damn, what's the coach that got fired? Uh, John Gruden. John, when Gruden was there, they was loading up all them draft picks and had a good young uh, team and stuff. And I thought they were going to really change a lot of stuff around, you know, get them players going. And it just seemed like they just fell right off. Uh, and I don't know because of his departure or what. I so this this is this is what I'll say on that and I and I think we we can include that in the um Mike Mayock John Gruden era that was the last 4 or 5 years or whatever um the way they drafted Mike Mayock came from basically his whole job at ESPN and all this was to be a draft analyst draft analysts make their money in the late rounds everybody knows you you hit you're hit and miss. You're throwing darts at a wall for the first fucking couple of rounds. But if you can hit on those late rounds, that's where you really fucking make money at. Um, and I I'd see that when I would look into the like look into the draft book and and see who's really turning out, who's earning their con- contracts and stuff like that. Most of those guys who would end up on the team for a couple years, a season, have starting jobs, win starting jobs, were were guys that were drafted later. Everybody in the top half of the draft with these John Gruden guys just didn't fucking pan out. Now, I I felt that John Gruden was grossly overpaid because of what he did, I think, six years in the past when he before he took the job as just a a now a a fucking color commentary fucking guy. And um, he he didn't evolve with the league. That's you have to evolve with the league. You have to understand what's going on. That's why Andy Reid is such a fucking great coach. He's always evolving and changing with the way the league's going. He never did, and he wasn't. It was a very apparent early that he wasn't going to. And I think um, I think one of the biggest things was was sticking with Derek Carr after he broke his leg. Like it was just never going to come back for him. They kept they kept. It was like a half rebuild, half sell off at times. It's just it was just really unfortunate to watch and I didn't I didn't enjoy any of it. It was really terrible. Yeah. Um I'd like to add that Derek Carr is the most underrated sorry, overrated quarterback in the division. But Travis but Travis will be honest with you about Derek Carr. You always have been. You've always been very hard about him. Right, very, very criticizing. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your thoughts on Derek Carr going into this year with this whole new look? Well, yeah, like I said, you know, like I said, like I said, I do not trust Derek Carr. 
this year I put a I put a bounty on because he did play very well in week to week on the podcast when we were doing it for the first half of the NFL season when he was playing very good I would say like next week is going to be the game if he does the same thing again I will consider myself wrong because for years and years past I had said he's done he has shown us everything he's had. He, we need to move on as a fucking franchise. We cannot keep paying this guy. He wakes, to, he makes too much fucking money, uh, for what he puts out on the field. We can't do this just to go eight and eight every fucking season. Uh, right. this year I have to because unfortunately the Raiders weren't going to move on. I have to believe that Mike McDaniel has a plan. Absolutely, yeah. I'm sorry to just uh, diatribe on all you guys, but <laughs> I, think plan, yeah. I, I think the plan should have been to try and get rid of Carr and keep Mariota. I mean, that's what, that's personally my opinion. I mean, Mariota, yeah. especially if you guys are not going to work on your offensive line, you needed somebody that can run his ass off when he's trying to run away from Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa. Uh, yeah, no, and you're not wrong. You're, you're exactly right. When we got Mariota over, I thought it should have been a true competition for who starts. And I thought when they put packages in for Mariota, he performed absolutely stellar. Um, I thought he should have had a chance to earn his spot as a starter. But unfortunately, that's just not the way a fucking a Mark Davis team is run. Yeah, they rolled out the red carpet for uh, Mariota out there in Atlanta. And uh, it looks like they're going all in on him, so. We'll have to see. I, I, I've got a feeling that Mark Mariota is going to have a, a bounce back here this year with Atlanta. He doesn't have any ammunition, but, you know, he can get a start of a Cordell Patterson. They get a good running back in there, get some receivers, and they're going to be fine. The offense. Yeah, he has Cordell Patterson. He has, he has Kyle Pitts. I mean, there, there's yeah. a bunch of good receivers coming out of the draft. I mean – I think I, I think I think that Atlanta is the perfect is got the perfect quarterback for the perfect time, right? They had to move on from Matt Ryan because he just mm -hmm. he they, they have to get past that era. They they got to put it out of their minds. Whatever, he wasn't going to retire. I, I I I'm assuming and I think heavily that they asked him like, "Hey, are you going to be gone? Are you going to retire anytime soon?" And he didn't have an answer for him, so they're like, "See ya. You can go to fucking Indianapolis." But getting Mariota is the perfect guy who's going to win you a couple games with his talent, but he's not going to be so good to not give you draft capital because they're going to have to go through a rebuild. Unfortunately, I don't think they'll sign Kyle Pitts to another deal. I think he will go to another team in the next two years. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, if, if I may switch gears a little bit here, I know we're kind of running on, on time here, but uh, switch gears to fantasy football, man. Like uh, – how are you guys feeling about fantasy football coming up? I know we're like a few months away, but it's, it's going to come before you know it. Uh, Paris, I know you won uh, your first championship uh, on your rookie season, man. Like, oh, congratulations. I, I know you're still writing that. Congratulations, yeah, yeah, pal. Yeah, we, we got him in and uh, in one of my leagues, and he's uh, – he, he won it on his first year, man. Like, I mean, you want to speak on that, Paris? Like, yeah, man. I, when, I won it, when I won it that first year, man, I was like, man, because Johnny kept trying to get me into it, man. And I was like, man, this whatever. I didn't know shit about it, man. I was just – I just had – I had a good team, to be honest with you. But um, let's see. Yeah, it was, it was three years. This is my third year, right? Yeah. You were 2018 champion. Yeah, that's 2018, 2019. Yeah, so last year was my best time because I lost everything and I stayed in the damn waiver wire. 
and I was just putting shit together, and I still came out in fourth place. Yeah, that you know, and that that was that last year made me work so hard. I was stayed in the way where I had a scrummy ass team, and I still <laughs> took it down. I don't know who was the number one. Uh, who was number one? Uh, uh, who was number one in in the league? Uh, I was the champion last year, because so, that's what you're asking. No, nah, you you were champion last year. <laughs> Yeah, Hell 2020 you. champion, baby. Oh, shit. No, it, it was Ralph, Ralph won it, but who did Ralph end up beating? Oh, oh God. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even remember, man. It was the second well, place, first loser, right? I mean, we're back. We lost. Oh, there he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back in a minute. I, I will yeah. say, though, I yeah, will. So, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so um, um, I took down the number one guy, man. I'm like, man, I got the worst down team out here, and I'm just staying on the waiver wire. Uh, I, I, that made me really appreciate fantasy football, like just getting rid of players and stuff, man, and picking up. I will, I will say that I, I've been playing for, I think, maybe eight eight or nine years now, fantasy football. When, when you're able to like manufacture the waiver wire and really work your team, it, it brings a different feeling to the fucking game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Casper uh, put himself on mute. It looks like, but if he if he does chime back in, I'd like for him to speak on it. He took over a one in six team last year. Uh, he, in one of my leagues, we had a guy who was just not existent. He he quit. He wasn't playing anymore. He was he was very uneducated. You know that term. I know all uh, about so that. So I brought Casper in. Right. You get those guys like, come on, just fucking participate. Well, Casper uh, took over a one in six team, and he went on like a five six game winning streak, and then took his team to the playoffs. Unfortunately. He ran into our super team. But, you know, like Paris is saying, it's all about those transactions. There, I know Paris lost Derrick Henry last year. I know a lot of people who had Derrick Henry were just heartbroken last year, right? They were riding that highway for all season. So what happened? But um, to have to come and dig yourself out of that, I mean, that's how you know that you're a true GM slash owner and make those transactions to make your team keep winning, you know? Yeah. There, there's Casper. He's back. Casper's back. Do you want to talk about bringing bringing a team from one in six and then going on that 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 nice run of yours? Well, I mean, I I'll give I give you a little bit of credit because when I was when you asked me and I was uh, kind of skeptical to play because I've never played before in my life. You know, I was just messing with you and I said, "Hey, who's the quarterback?" And you told me I think it was Kyler Murray and someone else. I said, "I I've joke all jokes aside, I was like, hey, I can't take over a team unless Justin Herbert's on there." Well, you made it happen and. You know, hey, that yeah, yeah. I mean, would you look, did you trade Kyler Murray for J, uh, J Herb straight? J, J Herb, what'd you make happen? What'd you make happen? Tell me. He took okay. So the guy who had J Herb is a Raider fan. So you know he was reluctant to start him. You know because he was a division rival. What a so fucking. He, well, why even why even roster him? Get over your right. fucking fandom and win your season. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> you heard it, people. That's see that. Travis is, is true to that. But he no, went but after, I mean, took. after that, yeah. The trade was Kenyon Drake. Kyler Murray. And Kenyon Drake. Oh, yeah, Kenyon Drake. For, so it was a two for Kenyan one. Drake. So he went for it. But then from there, Casper took over and just started making moves of his own and then just took it from there. You know? That's a good deal, dude. Yeah, I ended up, I ended up getting uh, what I had. Justin Herbert, I ended up getting – I think I got Nick Chubb from you, right? But I gave yeah, you – Yeah, we did, yeah. 
I think at that time I gave you James Robinson to someone else, but that was before James Robinson got hurt and he was actually pretty doing pretty decent, which, uh, and then I don't know. I just, I kind of picked up, I had J-Row. I, I had my buddy Trevor who, who's real big into, uh, fantasy football and they kind of helped me out and guided me along the way, kind of, you know, taught me about the waiver wire and all that. And pretty much the rest is just me and my knowledge of football kind of just paying attention. It's not like I'm super smart on it, but I just, I just watch, pay attention to everything. And, uh, it worked out. Look, I ended I, up having to face uh, the super team in the playoffs, which that didn't really work out that well, but yeah. Yeah. During the, during the fan, fantasy season, we do a weekly episode where we act like we know what the fuck we're talking about. So you ain't got to tell us. <laughs> Oscar, yeah, what, good Oscar, what are you looking forward to in the fantasy season? If you're there. Um, as far as what do you mean? I mean, I mean, as the upcoming the uh, upcoming season. Maybe uh, how how have you been doing in the past? I mean, you know, J. Rose. So I'm assuming he suckered you into a league one way or another. Oh yeah, I was definitely suckered in. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I've only played maybe like a couple of times. Um, just. It's been hard to call. I can't. I can't fucking really pay attention to every single game, but I try my best. Yeah, he's making excuses already for next year, just in case. Yeah, just in case, like. of course. I tell you, one of the one of the things that I do um, uh, is I'm always I when when football season comes around and uh, fantasy f- uh, football takes hold i put my i don't know if you guys have twitter i put my twitter alerts on for fucking uh matthew barry and um and you know a couple of the other guys who who uh do the programs and then and then they do daily shows uh daily podcasts that are like fantasy football fantasy football now or something like that is it's a daily show that they either do on the espn youtube or whatever you can find it It, it's really informative and it kind of just Cause sometimes we, you know, sometimes we're doing shit. We can't watch every single game and focus in. So I'll do that every. I'm watch. I'm always watching NFL primetime, ESPN Plus, on like Sunday nights after all the games wrap, just to kind of get my fucking head going. I fucking I write. I hand write notes. There you go. <laughs> this guy's serious. Go. Yeah, it's, it's, He's serious with it. Yeah. <laughs> hey man. Hey. But hey, come on. Look who's talking though, Casper. Well, man, you I, said you were. So, it was like a full time job right yeah i also hey, I, I did say it sucked a little bit of the fun out of it you know in, in my because i used to just watch it for fun then I, I started getting all serious about it watching youtube looking looking at all the teams so yeah it kind of it kind of does turn into a little bit of work you're right i and, yeah, and i do good. the i do the weekly podcast with my brother and, and then uh one, one of our friends where we strictly talk fantasy football and we're going over the matchups every single week and and you know we're trying i'm trying to be the first i'm trying to be the one who gives you that note like hey this guy's on the waiver wire he's fucking coming up better get him before he's hot i'm always trying to be that guy i take pride in that and so i'm always yeah. like fucking trying to be on it you know yeah, it's a crapshoot, and yeah, you know, you have your sources, and yeah, I am. I'm a I'm a big listener of of the Points and Doinks podcast that they do weekly, and I mean, there's I I, I can't count the, the number of times that I I heard something that Travis mentioned, like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, boom, you jump on the waiver wire. Boom, there's that guy. Boom, success. You know, what I mean, you just gotta, you, yeah, you gotta kind of do your homework. You know, listen to what you need to get your sources. 
So take take notes there, Mr. Oscar, because yeah. I know you've been on a hiatus. So you know you're gonna play playing with the big boys soon. See, I, I don't I don't take no damn no I don't take no notes on nothing. I just look at the stats, what they done last week, who they playing, and I just go for it and I just like man. But you know what? Even good. even that little yeah, I do bit, a little bit even, of everything. Even that little bit is a li- a little bit. You know, I know people who don't even look at shit like that at all. They just go yeah. off a of name value, and it's like it's like, are you yeah. even trying? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I take that a little guy. notes, and I, I do the exact same as Paris. See, what what he did last year, who they're playing, what's it called? How's that? How's that defense? If that if that wide receiver is going to even be able to catch the yeah. ball, or if they're yeah. going to double yeah. team him and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar, that's, that's, that's exactly what I do too, man. I I just look around. I'm like, okay, they should have a, this defense sucks. They, this guy should have a good. Oh, you hear me? Oh, there you go. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. we still got you, Paris. Go ahead. So you know, I just look at this guy's doing this and this guy's doing that, man. And then once it's over, if he's doing, if he did pretty good, I might keep him for another week and look at it. If not, I cut him, go get somebody else, or let somebody else beat me out on the waiver wire, which uh, a few people do. You're the boss, man. You're the employer. <laughs> have you ever have you guys ever dug into like the deep analytics of the fucking <laughs> I've I've done some weird analytics about like defense about uh kickers against certain defenses and certain wind types and it, it's it, it can go down a slippery road that's for sure. Yeah, hey, we got all our analytics, man. Um you have an example Travis like I mean, I know you talked about some things before, but like you have an example, a good example of a the tactic you used? Uh what one of the one of the tactics I use because I I truly believe I never I might be changing that, it depends, but like usually if you can't get either of the top three tight ends, I vote on streaming tight ends, I stream tight ends, I stream I stream defenses, and I stream kickers. So those are always my last three picks in the draft, period. Or I mean, maybe not tight end. If I see somebody with some value that might go a little earlier, but I'm not afraid to drop them at any time. But it's usually very late. I draft those guys, so I'm always looking at weird conditions and stuff. Uh, one of the things I do when I'm streaming tight ends is I look at the free agent tight end list. I look at um, I look at their average um, average targets per game. I look at their average targets per game in whatever weather they're playing in. I look at um, the defense that, of course, they're playing, and I look at the position that's going to be guarding him, who's playing that position. <laughs> and then I'll wow. – uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, that that's the gist of it. The rest is just – See, with me, I'm not afraid to draft a tight end on the second or third round only because, shit – Sometimes, depending on the league, sometimes you can only put one tight end, or or you know that or that or have that tight end as a flex, and you know, not to toot fucking Paris's horn, but again, you can't pass up on Kelsey and and expect him to play horrible. So he's so, gonna play good no matter who he's playing. So you're not wrong at all. That those are the exceptions. My exceptions are pretty much like Travis Kelsey, uh, George Kittle, um. There's one I'm missing here. Who am I missing? Maybe Mark Andrews. Rob Gronkowski, Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Darren Waller's Darren Waller's the third one. Remember Darren Waller. 
Yeah. Well, fuck. See, Gronkowski was good. Maybe, maybe. Well, I want to say when he was with the Patriots, all he does now is pretty much he majority blocks. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now that so, he's old. So that's a, that's the thing you're looking at, and I'll tell you, if you dig into the deep analytics, you will find this: that after those three positions, the rest of the tight ends start to fall. People panic when they see all those tight ends gone and they feel like they got to get somebody. So you at that time can get a better wide receiver too who's going to score more uh more weekly points than any tight end you're going to get for uh, uh on a week to week basis at that draft position because everybody's panicking. Yeah. Ch- change the game, man. It's change the game, so. Yeah. I mean I, I I've never I've never lost a fantasy football league. I've never even been in the top. Wait, was I in the top bottom four this year? Uh, you, you've always been very competitive. I don't think I'm in the bottom four this year, but 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 yeah. So so fantasy football. I mean, yeah, we miss it. It's gonna be coming around again soon. But uh, like, I mean, okay. I mean, for the listeners out there, uh, we are gonna be starting a new league this year. It's a concept league like a homer league and we're just basically taking over uh, a franchise so travis for example has the los angeles or sorry the las vegas raiders and every position on that team will be a las vegas raider you guys uh, any thoughts on on what we're doing here and are you guys excited about it are you a little skeptical like how you guys feeling about it am i the only one in this league no this- everyone's in it Paris oh. is the chief Oscar's the uh, the Bronco and Casper's the, the the Charger. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I'm I'm excited yeah. because I, I I've sent Johnny a couple different like weird league things that I've seen on TikTok, and it it's just interesting oh, yeah. to jump into something that's different. Yeah, yeah, like those vampire leagues. I, I was I was I was I was interested in that too. But I think this one will be fun because I know a lot of people like on on your podcast today. We have these guys who are the fans of each of these teams. So it's, this is. It's been very fun to talk about our teams and, and, and get different perspectives from every team in the AFC West. So this is going to be fun this year. You know, we've got 20 teams in the league, and we're just going to be going at it uh, with the actual franchises. So uh, there's no draft, so we just have to see what happens on the real draft. You just got to operate your team the right way, work that lineup, you know. So it's going to be fun. Uh, uh, you guys, uh, how, how you guys feeling, man? Like, who's going to win the division this year? Everybody, that's your, is it, are you guys going to go home around it, or do you guys have that favorite that's not your team? So I, let me ask you another question, there, Johnny. Uh, John, yeah, yeah. Right quick. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're not gonna do the regular uh, uh, fantasy football, then, right? Where we go and draft? No, we are. No, we no, we definitely are. Yeah, you, you'll see. So it's just my this gonna be. Me. This is a little side thing. This is this is a little side thing. Okay, okay, right here, you okay. know. So I'll just say, yeah, man, it's gonna be like, two different leagues. I want to go back to the draft board, man. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, trying to nah, nah, myself. Yeah, no, nah, this is a little concept thing right here, but uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, like, we, we, I mean, how are you guys feeling? Who's going to win the, the AFC West this year, man? If not your team, who are you, who are you most worried about, Travis? Uh, I think it's Everybody. I think it's still the Chiefs. <laughs> I think it's still the Chiefs, still the Chiefs until until they're until they're shown that they cannot do it. You you have to you have to say that the Chiefs are probably going to be first in a division. And, I know someone feels differently, but yeah. What do you, yeah. Uh, do you have any more to elaborate on I that? Mean, I mean, from there, from there, it's a, it's really a fucking coin toss. I, you know, I, I'm not sure really is. because there, there's highs and lows, right? 
Der- we talk about Derek Carr and and how he doesn't really have an offensive line. He could be all over the fucking place. So our offense might not be able to get going, even if our defense actually holds up for once. Denver's defense is really, really good. What is the passing attack going to look like? What is the running attack going to look like with Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson leading it? And then the Chargers are really exciting to watch, and they do a very good job. It just seems like they do everything in their power to fuck up fuck up in the very end and lose. And and t- that's kind of like on the same thing as the Chiefs. Like until you see that change where where they can hold leads and, and be consistent, like you got to just – you got to just keep your eye on the side like oh, I don't think they fucking got this. So that's where I think I think that's where the division's pretty much at. All right. So you feel like the Chiefs are still kind of the uh, the front runners here the and, team to until beat. they're shown not to be what gives what gives you the impression that they can't be. All right. Well, before you get back to you Oscar, uh I know George probably feels a lot different than that. I mean, I, I he's on mute right now, but uh, I know he feels like he's not worried about the Chiefs anymore. He feels like ding dong, the witch is dead. Uh, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill was a, was a big factor to that team. So I'm sure he'll be able to speak on it here in a minute. But Oscar, how are you feeling, man, like about this division? Who's going to win it? Who are you most worried about? Honestly, <clears throat> honestly, I'm more worried about the Chargers than the Chiefs. I feel like the, the Chiefs really messed up and letting Tra- Travis Kelsey go. I mean – I'm sorry, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, they he was he was their number one receiver, and so and so what's it called? Everybody's gonna everybody's gonna double double up on Kelsey, and so it's gonna be hard for him to do something. The um, Patrick Mahomes really got flustered last year. Everybody seemed like they got his number already already down. And so they were pressuring them more often than not. I feel like the, I feel like the Chargers are, are little the team to beat only because, um, only because nobody's got Herbert's number yet. They still haven't dialed them in. I want to say yeah. the Broncos they're going to win the division, but I, I'm I'm scared that you know Russell Wilson might not have the might not be dialed down on as far as because it's a new team new chemistry everything sure sure and 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 like you said the jay herb jay herb is just getting started dude so uh whenever casper gets back he can elaborate on his feelings on that so but yeah so you so you're worried you're you're a little worried about the the chargers there oscar casper's here casper's here he wants to it might just be a little bit it's probably a little loud here but um don't worry about it yeah so I'm, I know it's probably gonna upset some Charger fans, even though I'm a huge Charger fan. But yeah, I think I think you're right, man. I think it's the Chiefs' division to lose. Still, I really do. Um, even with uh, Tyreek Hill hurt, I mean the Chiefs have already proven that they can still win a game. So Tyreek Hill is huge, but I don't know how huge that is. Yeah, and I I think I knew where he was going. Like, how huge is his actual um, is his actual yeah, impact when when it right, comes so to it. So, I mean, they still got Kelsey. There's still the draft to take. I mean, if you're going to ask me what order I would put them all in right now, I would really say the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and then the Raiders. The Broncos, I, I think Oscar is totally right. It's going to take Russell Wilson a little bit to, to gel with his teammates. But also, too, what yeah. Russell Wilson are we getting? Are we getting the Russell Wilson from last year who didn't seem to recover from that finger? Or are we getting the Russell Wilson from, you know, a couple of years ago who was 
making teams look stupid. So, I mean, you got to figure out which Russell Wilson you're getting first before you can rank them. But I think it's I think it's a Chargers division to win and a Chiefs division to lose. But that being said, with the new way the playoffs are set up, shit, it could be a a Chargers. Oh, yeah, but, technically yeah, we could be, could we could get all four. It could be the Chargers, Chiefs, and the Broncos for sure in the playoffs. You know. Mm. <laughs> no Raiders. What are you there. feeling? Yeah, no Raiders. I don't mm-hmm. think the Ra- hey, I think the Raiders are going to get exposed on that offensive line. I think I think Devontae Adams is going to help, but I mean, you still you still got Derek Carr throwing to him. So I'm hey, sorry. I, hey, I and if I and if <laughs> I've said it, if I've said anything that hasn't, oh, if I haven't, if I've said anything that hasn't warranted that same that same worry, yeah, <laughs> I'm worried. Yeah, yeah, and Paris, how do you feel, man? Who's gonna win this division, man? And who you worried about? Uh I, I think it's gonna be. The, I think the Broncos gonna try. Uh, Chiefs will. I, Chiefs will probably win it, but the Broncos gonna give them a run. Um, I think with Russell Wilson over there, uh, if they get him some weapons and stuff, he's gonna make a big change because of. Uh, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we, we yep. still got you. Go ahead. Okay, uh, Bridgewater. Bridgewater did pretty good with them, so I don't know who what the what the changes they have made over there. But if they even come back and just add on a few more other pieces, they're gonna give the the chief uh, a run for their money. Uh, only thing about what the Kansas City Chiefs is, you know, I think it was Travis who was saying earlier, or it might have been Oscar. I don't forget which one it was. You know, they don't know how to close out a game. You know, they get ahead, they get cocky. And they start, you know, being too flashy. And you, you don't know how to close out a damn game. With the Broncos, I think they uh, – I, I really like they, the whole setup with them, man. So, outside of my team, if the chief – See, I'm, I'm, leaning I, towards, I'm I, leaning towards the Broncos, man. I, I do want to say, because I know what you're saying about – not closing out the games. And I think we've seen that in that playoff game. I forget which one exactly it was where, where Patrick Mahomes like Mm -hmm. uh, was like, I'm taking the ball on fourth down, fourth and goal. I'm doing it. And then he made a bad play call and it ended up in a sack or, or or something of the sort. And I I think that's true. Gene, I I think it's true genius by Andy Reid to be like, go ahead, make your mistake now. And then come back later, and I think he's still going to – I think he's going to – I mean, we got to think he's – what is this, his fourth year, fifth year in the league? He's still mentally yeah. growing. Yeah. Very true. I, I mean, he's he's mentally growing, but, you know, it's – I just don't like, um, you know, they they try to do too, too flashy, man. And – it's hard to explain how I really feel about it. You know, you just can't be too damn flashy in the National Football League. You just can't do it. Are you talking about the Chargers? No, he's talking. No, he's talking, talking about, about the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Oh. And you know, the Chiefs are just too flashy. Broncos have a good squad. I'm not. I haven't been keeping too much with the uh, LA Chargers out there um, to see what they, you know, what all adjustments they have made. But I hear more with the Broncos on this side of the nation. And I think the Broncos is going to be a, a tough out. 
Yeah, yeah the Chargers quarterback, that motherfucker is pretty good, though. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, I, know that. I think it, I think I'm it comes, like, to, I think it comes down to the like coaching staff personnel for the Chargers and seeing these young guys and what was it, Brandon Staley now actually do and coach through a whole game, not make you know mental mistakes with the clock or timeouts or anything like that. Because we had that. Yeah, I was second that. Yeah, that that that's the biggest issue because the talent is there on the field with the Chargers. They they are they are one of the funnest teams to watch in the NFL. Well, you know, with with a high fu- and they're adding a fucking great 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 amount of defensive help. It's going to be fucking killer to watch. I just uh you know, until the coaches learn from their mistakes, it's going to continue to happen. Well, said. Yeah, I was like in that was- Oh, good Oscar. Good Oscar. Oh, yeah. No, I just wanted to say, I second that. What's it called? The Chiefs have a good – I mean, the Chargers have a good offensive squad. And last couple of years, what they were struggling was with the defense because Joey Bosa can't do it all. Yeah. I mean, he, it, it, takes a, it takes a team, and he can't just carry the, the defense. But this year, they, they've done some major, major improvements on that defense. Mm-hmm. And so that's the reason why – I, I, I'm. I was thinking the the Chargers might might win the division or might give us a run for our money. But at the same time, I also agree with Paris where they, where they also it's the coaching, it's the coaching that that screws them over. Not calling timeouts when they need to to save yep, time. Mm-hmm. Yes, decision making mm-hmm. on as far as the coaches. I've been saying for a long time that the NFC West. Or I, I think I went last year. I said the NFC West was going to be the best division in football, and the season before that, I said the uh, AFC North would be the best division in football. I think this year, without a doubt, the AFC West is looking at the best division in football. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then and then I'm gonna give my neutral take on it on the division. I mean, it's hard to say who's gonna be in last place. All the teams are gonna be very competitive. Um, I'm looking at Las Vegas and Kansas. City as those those two organizations right there are trying to build on a foundation they already have, whether that's that's going downwards or upwards, they're still working on it. Now, how many times have we seen an organization, Tampa Bay a couple of years ago, bring Tom Brady on board and then boom, success, right? You 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 bring somebody on and they're gonna make all the difference. Right now, Denver and, and the LA Chargers are those teams that are making the huge moves. Yes, you do have uh, a Devontae Adams on the Raiders. Kansas City's making their moves, but I think Denver and LA are making those big uh, historical-wise changes. They're making those huge changes that's just going to uh, impact everything, and I think it's going to come down to Denver or the Chargers. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to jump on the Charger bandwagon this year, man. I'm sorry, Travis, but I, I just think that they're, the t- they're going to be the most successful team out of the bunch. If there's one team Denver, that I want to prove me wrong, I want it to be the Chargers. Yeah, it'd be fun to see them uh, have a little success. I think it's uh, their time. So, and like how Paris, I'm gonna quote Paris right now. He said, "He said that young quarterback from from the Chargers, that's a bad motherfucker right there." Like, yeah, absolutely. Bad Jay Herb is the truth. Bad, bad, bad motherfucker. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going after him in my damn fantasy. Yeah, same, same here, same here, buddy. <laughs> all right, but gentlemen. I tell you who's going. I tell you. Out of all the teams in um, in the AFC, um, Buffalo Bills is the team to watch. 
Oh, right. I mean, yeah. Targets on the back. Yeah, targets on their back yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, so for sure. Buffalo, Buffalo Bills is the team to watch, be honest with you, man. They, 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 they strong, man. And I think if they end up getting a lot of stuff, you know, they got what they need, they're going to be strong. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, I, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Josh Allen guy. I love the Bills. They're they're yeah. my other AFC team that I want. I fucking them and the Bengals. I love watching those guys just go to work, dude. They're awesome. It's gonna be fun, AFC man. So I'm all about the AFC this year. Uh, uh, Travis, are we gonna stay on for a little bit after the other guys sign up? I mean, you got more to say to me, Johnny Roca? We, we can close off with a little bit, yeah. Before, but uh, do, do our our guests have anything else they want to say before? Uh, you boys, what you guys got any shout outs? Anything else you want to get capped off here before I let y'all out of here? Uh, I just wanted I mean, to ask is, everybody who do you who do you think is gonna just in general who do you think is gonna win the Super Bowl, AFC or NFC? AFC. AFC. Yeah. AFC. AFC. Yeah. Yeah. AFC, AFC here, man. It's gonna be a fun year, regardless. I mean, especially the AFC. I mean, all, all the ninety percent of the good players in the in the free agents. I love how we're having this conversation too in March. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we gotta keep we gotta keep the, the fire lit, man. I gotta keep that passion, that flame lit. Oh, know? it never leaves my body. Yeah. Uh, well, I tell you what, then, though, if 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 uh, I think if. I'm a Chiefs fan, and then, of course, I'm a Titans fan because I'm right here with them. Um, outside of that, let's see, the – I think I, I want to almost – I think I want Buffalo to win it. Yeah, if they went up against anybody in the NFC, they'll go up against either the Packers, the Bucks, the Rams, the Niners. Yeah, definitely going for the Bills, man. Between the Bucks and the Chargers – um, that's that's who I you know I want to re- uh, take it out of the AFC man if if we can't do it for sure uh, Casper you there you got anything to wrap up on get your shout outs get um, your shout outs not nah, sh- shout out to some, what to you J Lo for <laughs> getting me on this I mean uh, sure man yeah why not why not yeah there you go um, I don't know I mean like I said it's gonna be an interesting year I'm I'm really hoping the Chargers do get there. Um, we'll see, you know, like uh, Oscar said earlier about the coaching. I don't see that as, as, as much of a problem. If he, if he goes a little bit more with his gut, instead of using those quote unquote analytics and going for it on fourth and eight, you know, fourth and 10 on our own 18, I think we're going to do all right, especially with a, with a better defense. So it's going to be fun. Hey, I got one more thing for y'all. Let me off. Go ahead. I kept saying the bucks. I meant Buffalo bills. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we heard no, no, we got that. Yeah, we heard yeah, we yeah. heard Buffalo okay. Bills. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, gentlemen. I want to thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it. The banter was great. It's good to get it in football season already. You guys have a great night. All right. All right, all right brother. Appreciate y'all, man. Later, y'all be guys. safe out there. All right, let's All right, so so my man Travis, man. So, so I, how you been, man? I know this this whole episode has been mostly football so far, man. Like, uh, and and thank you for having us on, man. That was fun. Uh, that that was that, I, I thought it was a hot topic because AFC West is kind of the talk of the whole league right now. But uh, how you been, man? Dude, I'm good, brother. I'm uh, I'm good. It's it's been nice bl- getting these guys getting these guys out of here. You know, let me say, let me. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask me your no, question. I, I, no, no. I just wanted to make a comment that I'm I'm glad that Trapdoor to Hell is back, dude. This is what our third third episode back since the reboot. Yeah. I was I was going crazy when you guys were gone, man. I I, I was it, it was tough for me, man. I was having some withdrawals there, man. I'm I'm you know I'm a super fan. Anyone who knows, I'm a big fan of the of the podcast. So I'm I'm glad you guys are back, man. No, it's been it's been uh, nice, and you know. We we never we never really intended to stop things. Things happened, and, uh, and then me and Ty were both moving out, so it kind of got pushed. Yeah. And and schedules are hard, man. Schedules are hard, especially when I'm you know I'm the one doing the majority of the things uh, on the technical ass side, um, the technical side of it, you know. And uh, I want to do change formats, but it's really hard to get guests when you're very formatted like we were before. So yeah. opening it up and just saying, we'll talk about whatever uh, has made it easy. Like today, you know, Ty texted me a couple days ago. He's got a sore throat. He's not feeling good. He needs somebody to come on. I had got guests for the past, you know, two weeks. Um, and I was like, I was really hoping, honestly, that we were going to just do one by ourselves this week. So that way, yeah. I didn't have to book another guest. But then I was like, fuck, I got to get somebody on. J-Ro, let me do it. And, you know, doing shit like this, we can record basically a couple in a day if we needed to. Let's say we knew we were going on vacation. Like, we go camping in in the summer or whatever. Uh, you know, we're probably going to be gone at the same time. So we can, bo- we can bank two episodes in one day for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is. Even, a, even yeah. if it's just an hour and you guys can have two episodes, you know, back to back talking about whatever. So it, it's been nice and it, it is very nice back. You know me, J-Ro. You know me. I love to talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I have a lot of them. I have a lot of strong opinions about things. So getting them out. I mean, I've been just bugging the shit out of everybody I know. So it's nice to just get this out to the void. Feel good. I can go to the weekend and not feel like I have to bug anybody with, let's say, the fucking the Batman car, you know, talk all the time. But yeah, man. I mean, yeah, none of the so far the the guests have been fun to listen to, and it, it's it's got a good vibe going, man. So uh, you know, shout out to you, shout out to to Ty G. You guys brought it back, so we're, we're excited, man. But yeah, I I I just I just wanted to get on, and you know, we talked a lot of football. I, I did want to talk. Did you hear about Nick Cage is going to do a vampire movie in uh, next April? A vampire movie? Yeah, he's going to do like a dark, uh, like a dark comedy called Renfeld or something like that. And oh, playing I, I, old, old school vampire or something like that. I, I think I saw the trailer. I, I think I saw. Uh, uh, not the trailer. I saw uh, set photos for this. I believe I saw set photos for this. Yeah, no, I'm all I'm yeah. all in. I mean, you you seen the new trailer for the Nick Cage movie where he's playing himself, right? I did not see that. No, oh. you, what is what's that movie? What is J Row? You gotta get on this. Yeah. So so Nick Cage is literally playing Nick Cage. He he he's playing himself, and then there's a a, a very rich guy who's a huge fan who pays him to come to this party. Um, and he's like broke because he doesn't have any roles or whatever. So he takes it. Uh, that rich guy is played by Pedro Pascal, which you may know as the Mandalorian. Um, and then it's just, it's just like hilarious. It's a comedy. Hilarity ensues. Tiffany Haddish is in it. Um, NPH, Neil Patrick Harris plays his, uh, plays his, um, his, um, what do you call those? Uh, agent plays his agent. Okay. Yeah. It looks like. 
if you're like me and you love fucking wild crazy Nick Cage stuff that that fits in a that fits at least you know like it it looks really good it should be funny at least i'm not going to say it's like a 90 yeah. movie but it looks yeah, hey, but something fun to watch, right? I mean, just something fun to watch. Oh yeah, no, we we're and, getting we're, we're getting geared up here because we're about to uh, Moon Knight's about to start back. Uh, Moon Knight's that, gonna yeah. start on uh, Disney Plus. My words are Disney not coming Plus, out. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. So that was one thing I missed most about the about the, the podcast being gone is is uh, the 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 movie reviews. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure with the non format now, you guys are probably not going to like give us all the Rotten Tomato scores. You guys might mention it or whatnot, but or not even give us the whole synopsis, but we'd love to hear, and this is me talking as a co-host and a fan of the show, and for all the listeners out there, you guys, your opinions do matter, you know? I mean, I, I, I'm i always dying to know when I see a movie, like, what are Trav and Ty G? What are their thoughts on this movie? I mean, I've watched a ton of movies. I got a list of movies, Travis, that I watched because of the podcast. I'm yeah. like, you know what? I listened to it. I mean, that's a good review. You know what? I want to watch it now. And then the next, you know, I'm telling my friends about hey. Hey, they're saying it's a good movie. Go check it out. Boom, boom, boom. And then you guys never, you guys never disappoint. You know what I mean? So, yes. with that being said, like, how do you, how, like, Spider Man? Like, how did you feel about that movie? I think I watched it for the tenth time today because my son loves that shit. Like, the new one? Did you, did you buy it? it? Yeah. Did you buy the new one? Yeah, we bought it. Oh, yeah, we awesome. bought it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I like it. I saw it once. Uh, so I, okay. I absolutely love it. I, I, uh, I love it in the, uh, you know, just like you love eating too much food. It, it's sure. uh, the, I'm afraid that the more I'm going to watch it, the more I'm going to pick out the flaws in the movie. Cause I think it's absolutely great. Uh, uh, I feel like the more I watch it, I'm going to be like, Oh, it's just fan service. There's not all that much there. So I'm kind of staying away from it, but I did, I did thoroughly enjoy the movie. Like there's, there's nothing to it. I, and I, I do want to keep up on movie reviews while we're at it. I, I, I'm trying to figure out a format. The problem is now that I've, I'm still going to the movies as frequently. I'm still watching new stuff as frequently. I haven't been making a point to put my scores down as well. And um, so I'm kind of like, I, I it, it's, it's this weird thing, especially, I, I don't know. It's hard to, to, to wrap your head around it because I did it for so long. And then I tried to get like old movies in there and I was putting a lot of time into, you know, watching, rewatching stuff. And then scoring it and putting it in. And now that new stuff has came out, I've seen stuff that I probably will not ever see again because it was so bad that I didn't put yeah. down in the scores. And it's like, I don't have that fresh in my brain. <sighs> Am I really going to be able to do movie reviews like we used to? I thought about doing, and I talked to you, I thought about doing YouTube videos, but I, I don't want to jump into doing YouTube videos on that until I can figure out how to get this podcast formatted for YouTube. Um, sure. so it's, it's just a slippery slope. It may come with time, but I, I, I do not want to give up. And, and that's what I want to say too. First of all, um, thank you guys. We're two episodes in the, those of you still listening to this reboot. I hope you enjoy it. I know not everybody loves the football talk, but like last week there was hardly any football talk. So, you know, if you don't like the episode, you can just skip it and go to the next one. Go re-listen to last week's whatever. Have you not? But um, I still want to support. If you have any any topics that you want brought up, say you want us to talk about a certain movie. It could be new. It could be old. Whatever. If we've seen it, uh, you can email us still. Trapdoorpod at yahoo at yahoo dot com is still open email. You can email us. Ask us about those things. 
Um, I'll bring it up in conversation. Uh, you know, if it, if the if it fits within, if not, it'll stay on the notepad, and we'll get to it when we get to it. Hopefully, you know, I don't want to break a good conversation, but I always want want uh, the fans to be able to uh, hear something they would like. Um, and, and if you know, we never end up getting around to it, I'll fucking email you. Uh, I'll email you three paragraphs about a movie if I fucking <laughs> if you really <laughs> no. want to know about it. I do want to say I just went to the theater. Um, I watched a really really fun movie. Um, last week in the theater called X. Did you do you know about this one? No, and and that's X the letter X. Or it's E-X literally or? just an X. Like, kind of like Malcolm X, kind of, huh? Yeah, but, not, no, so not, not at all. <laughs> so the movie, <laughs> no, so what, the what movie um, I think it takes place probably in like, I, uh, they said a year. I think it's like early 80s or whatever. Um, it's a, uh, I would say a, like a grindhouse horror picture. Um, okay. This group of this, these couple strippers and um, they go out and they're going to shoot this porn and this, uh, uh, in this abandoned, not abandoned, but the, in this farm that's got this old couple that live in the main house. They're boarding the uh, f- the extra farmhouse and they're sneaking around doing this porn. Cool. And it's just it's yeah. just a horror movie. Like it's it's there's not a lot to it. Um, it's super enjoyable. You watch the trailer, you pretty much know what's going on, but you don't get the fun that comes with actually watching the film. Uh, it's no, not overcomplicated. I love, love, love anybody who knows me knows that like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and House of a Thousand Corpses are some of my favorite horror movies of all time. This movie has that grindhouse feel to it. It really gives you that fucking early eighties feel to it. Everything is set perfectly and it's fun to watch. It, the last time I had a movie that I talked about that this was, it was this fun to watch, I think was the hunt. Besides, like a Marvel movie, was the Hunt from a couple of years back. Very, very cool. Very cool. And see, there's a good example right there. You know, so now I want to go see this trailer, and uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's only in the movie theaters right now. Huh? But something I'd, I'd like to see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think I've seen it. I don't think I've seen it streaming anywhere. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I, I turn sure it. Hit soon. Yeah, I mean, most people look to us for uh, like Pixar. Pixar and Disney stuff too, and we saw Turning Red a couple weeks. I thought they were still releasing that in the theaters, and they weren't. Did you watch that one with okay. your boy? I, I did watch it. I wasn't too much into it. It, it just wasn't my style. Um, it was it was all right. Yeah, I, I really can't really speak too much on it. I mean, well, it but especially me. when we're grading Pixar, like Pixar as a as a film, like you're you're talking high echelon period. Like yep. mo- the movies, even the ones I hate are still like great movies. Like they're still yeah. like awesomely sto- storied and themed and am- like you can't hate. And I felt the same thing with this. It was well written, uh, what set in a, in a real time. I just, it didn't connect with me. It had some di- distance. It's lower tier Pixar, but I mean, lower tier Pixar is still better than fucking half yeah. the shit that DreamWorks puts out. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about absolutely. But yeah, circling back to Spider Man No Way Home. I saw it for those who have probably watched it more than a few times. I, I enjoyed it more as I watched it, and I know me and you are kind of different on our on our perspectives and rewatching now, movies and whatnot. Now I will say I do not know because I have not rewatched it, so I, I well, can't. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully 
Well, hopefully on a future podcast, you can circle back and, and let, let us know. Let me know. I, I'm dying to know how you feel, feel about it on the rewatchability and, and, and if it got better or not, or if you're able to point out the flaws. But me personally, I, I, I'm so passionate about some of these parts that I just, man, the way they acted them out, the way they played it out, the way they presented it, just beautiful, man. Like, you know, I get that little dry tear in my eye on some of these parts still because they, they it was just beautifully done. I can't really elaborate. It's just beautiful. Well, uh, I'll elaborate because I know exactly what you're talking about. One, when you think back to the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans, the third one was absolute garbage. And Tobey Maguire never had a chance to round out his Spider-Man and complete his story arc. And he does here. He gets the chance to go in and round out his story arc. And he portrays an older, more veteran Spider-Man. I mean... Probably just as good as in Into the Spider Verse, the the one who who's with Miles Morales does. Miles, yeah. that that guy. I mean, and I think that's voiced by that's voiced by Jason Sudeikis, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't even know that. That's cool. I'm pretty sure. Um, or it's. Nah, I'm not gonna fucking worry about it. If it's not him, whatever. Yeah. But but he's the guy. I think he's the guy from from uh, Let's Be Cops. I think he does the voice. He's the white dude from Let's Be Cops. I just don't know the guy's name, white dude, but yeah. I can't remember. Whatever. No, no, no matters not. Um, he 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 gets to truly round out his and uh, his final appearance, right? And then we think yeah. to Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was probably the most enthusiastic man to play Spider Man of all time. Yeah. Even even more than um than now Tom Holland is. He Andrew Garfield talked extensively in every interview. As soon as there was as soon as he was cast as the amazing Spider-Man, he was excited in interviews talking about how he's been waiting for something like this his whole life. He's been reading Spider-Man. He grew up in New York. Blah blah blah. blah. He's a great actor. He's phenomenal. Um and and he just did not get his. I, I still appreciate the first Amazing Spider Man, but the Amazing Spider Man two was uh, god awful, and he and he never got a chance from the beginning. Both of those movies are really bad, uh, have a bad script. I think they did not give him the benefit of the doubt, but he really wanted it, man. And and being able to come back in this and, and do and complete his arc, there's another one. And then you get Tom Holland. Tom Holland is is. In from what I understand from listening to interviews from different actors and stuff, he's he's a young version of a what you would call an actor's actor, right? He he always looking for the elders to like, hey, what do you think? I mean, look at how he was looking up to Robert Downey Jr. uh as Iron Man. Like it not just in the movies as as Spider Man to Iron Man, but in the interviews of of him looking to Robert Downey Jr. and in admiration to everybody else. I think him truly as a person, as his Spider-Man going to grow, because his Spider-Man comes from a very different place, very different place. We start off with in his Spider-Man with um, with Spider-Man Homecoming, right? He's already jumping into he's he was just fighting in Civil War. Yeah. He's already got Stark Tech. He's already here. He's never had the struggle. He starts up fucking way the fuck up here. He's dating yeah. the hot chicken school, right? And then, and then slowly it starts to crumble. We get that, and then we get him in, in like Infinity War, Endgame, and and uh, and uh, Far From Home. Far From Home, still I stand. Far From Home, and then and then you know, and then Tony dies, 
And then where do we go from here? Because he's got all Stark tech because he could basically, everybody's saying he could basically just be Iron Man. He could be right, Iron Spider, right. take over as the Iron Man. That like yep. Rogers is gone. He he is obviously the most. I mean, I think he could have picked up at the end of fucking at the end of Endgame. I think you know he was probably one of the closest ones to picking up Thor's hammer. If we're gonna fucking talk about it, besides Captain yeah. Rogers, but right. but he gets to then pass on the torch. And get to do his own by getting admittance from these guys. Like, your Spider-Man means something. Because true Spider-Man fans, I've I've seen a few uh, writings where true Spider-Man fans were giving him shit. Because he never went through that stage, which they avoided of doing that. Uh, like, Uncle Ben dies, you start off sure. in school, you get bit by the spider. All that fucking bullshit, which we've seen over and over again. They did a good job by just jumping in. But you Agreed. also need somewhere to go because he just fought the most powerful man in the universe. So where do you go with Spider-Man from there? Yeah. You erase the memory of him and you take him back to a a a neighbor spider neighborhood Spider-Man level. Yes. Which I think yes. I think the best Spider-Man movie is yet to come. I think yes, it's coming sir. next because what, I love it. What he's gonna do with with his new with with, with what he's gonna do next? I mean, it's gonna hit home with everybody. Aunt May passed away. It was so emotional. He's lost Tony. He's all alone. He's gonna be in the in the dirt fighting these criminals. And possibly a team up with Daredevil. Mm, who knows? I mean, yeah, we see yeah. Matt Murdock in the movie, so yeah, yeah. But you're right. No good, good, uh, good point. Uh, clean slate. I loved his new uh, suit at the end. It was a very old school comic feel. It's all great, man. But circling back to Tobey Maguire, uh, you know, at the very end, he gets to to see Doc Ock, and they finally embrace each other. How you been? You know, you know, hey, just still trying to do good. You know, like those parts were just so beautiful to me, man. But you're right, man. You hit it on hit the hit it right on the nail there, dude. I mean, uh, that we we do definitely have the best Spider Man yet to come. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with it. Definitely agree with it. Well, Johnny, I've got a piss. <laughs> I think hey, I think we've done yeah. this thing for long enough, and we've done a great job, buddy. Thank you again. I really want to appreciate because you. I texted you like, "Hey, can you come on this week?" Ty's not gonna be here. I was maybe thinking about somebody else. You go. I got three guys. We're gonna do AFC West talk. May not be for everybody, but it was. It. You, I think it was very engaging for a long time. Yeah, it was a good time, man. It was good talking to you. And, yeah, I think the guests had a good time. And, you know, a little something for everybody, right? There was no football this time. We did it this time. We'll see what you guys bring us next week, man. We can't wait for that next episode, bro. All right, brother. Why don't you send us out? All right, man. Am I doing the Ty G thing, man? Because I, I don't know if you guys are still doing that. Or We're not, not doing – Ty, Ty refuses to do that. We're doing whatever the fuck we want anymore. So you send us out. <laughs> hey, all right. That sounds good. Hey, for my man, Sam uh, Gunderson, man. Trap door to hell. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. You're now tuned in to the show. Seatbelts on. I'm going to show you how we go. Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go. It's a trap door to hell. I'm going to let them all know. Yeah, straight out of Oakland, Alameda K.
County, San Lorenzo, yeah, proud to be a townie They drop F-bombs cause they go off homes But don't trip, take a trip to the moron zone Go hard, boy, we ain't soft like ballads Put us on the map, we don't ever toss salads Curveball, it's a Dumbo drop And we post it on the deck like a Funko Pop Let's go You're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know you're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know From the town to the birds, put your hands to the sky Hands to the sky, we about to get live If you from the town, put your hands in the sky Hands in the sky, we about to get live If you from the east coast, put your hands in the sky Hands in the sky, we about to get live If you from the dirty south, put your hands in the sky Hands in the sky, you're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know You're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know